Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people believe that they're more deserving than others and can do whatever they want because they're special. And boy, oh boy, are you guys in for a wild ride today. We've got two stories about the most entitled mothers ever and a story submission about a super entitled nightmare neighbor that's still leaving me shaking my head. Guys, grab a drink, buckle up because it's such a wild ride today. And hey, subscribe if you haven't already. I have three siblings between the ages of 10 and 18. I'm the oldest fourth at 25. So every year on every single one of our birthdays, we're expected to celebrate my mom as well. We've done it since we were little. It was always taught to me as a giving thanks for carrying and giving birth to us, which I'm all for. I'm grateful as we wouldn't be here without her. Now, the issue is though, it becomes less of our birthday and more so of an anniversary for the day that our mom gave birth. Every year on our birthdays, our mom gets gifts too. As we got older, we're now expected to get our monetary gifts, not just cards or homemade stuff. Just recently, it was my birthday, and I was gifted some much-needed clothes and dishware for my new apartment. My dad, however, got my mom a new MacBook. My siblings all got her stuff too. Now, my youngest brother isn't expected to give much, but my 16-year-old sister and my 18-year-old brother work, so they're expected to give gifts too. My sister pulls me aside before my birthday, and she said she was sorry she couldn't get me much, as she only got me a sweater, and I love it. She said she wanted to get me more, but our mom was pressuring her to get her a certain necklace. Apparently, my mom had been dropping hints for a month, and my sister was worried that our mom would be upset and feel underappreciated if she didn't get it. I asked her how much it was, and my sister said it was around $300. Now, I honestly lost it on mom at that point and I chewed into her later that afternoon when my mom was opening her gifts after me. I think she's ridiculous for even wanting my sister to spend so much on a gift. Mom started to cry, and my dad kicks me out. Mom won't answer my calls, but my aunt, my mom's sister, called and said I was being a piece of crap for not respecting my mom, and that I'm a selfish, narcissistic child for being jealous of the gifts that mom got. I thought I was in the right, but now I don't know. It's been over two weeks now, and mom won't answer my calls. She's been posting on Facebook though, she's been posting inspirational quotes about letting go of the toxicity in her life, and how blood doesn't equal family, and how hard it is to be a mother. Several family members, including my aunt, grandma, uncle, and two of my cousins are replying to the post, and they're very obviously directing vague comments about me being a horrible daughter. I don't know what to think now, because of how many people are on her side. Okay, (laughs) are you guys as speechless as I was when I first read this post? Like, I can't believe the nerve of this mom. Now, I don't know if this is some sort of cultural thing, since OP did mention that several of her family members are also upset or what. But OP's mom sounds self-centered and selfish. It's like, what, eight days out of the year where she expects gifts from everybody? Like, mom, you can F right off with that BS. You're not that special giving birth to four kids, okay? 
And as for the silent treatment, why not make it a permanent thing, OP? She's obviously right with posting all that stuff about toxicity and how blood doesn't equal family. You need to cut this ridiculous woman out of your lives and be free. With that said though guys, leave a comment. Tell me this isn't a common thing that parents actually do out there. Because I've never heard of it in my entire life until this post. So before we get into the story, I just want to point out that my brother and I have two different fathers. I'm a 19 year old female and I lost my father last year due to cancer and he left me 90% of his stuff including his family home that was left to him by his dad. It's been in their family for over 100 years. My brother is 34 years old and him and my dad didn't have a great relationship but he did leave him $10,000. My mom was pissed at the will reading, but since she got $10,000, she couldn't do anything about it. For the past year, me and her lived together okay. She went on acting like it was her house, which I had no problem with, until in May, when she invited my brother and his girlfriend to move in, without even asking me. Now, they're messy, entitled, and rude, so I told them in July that I want them out by September, because they don't pay for anything, nor have they ever even washed a dish. In August, they announced that they were pregnant, and my sister-in-law smugly said, Guess we won't be moving out now. It didn't go down well, but when I told them I wanted them out, my mom and brother basically laughed in my face. The past few months have been hell. They've become worse than before, and my mom enables it, and demands me to treat my sister-in-law like a princess because she's pregnant. I once had to wait outside McDonald's till they opened to get her a McMuffin. Now, because my sister-in-law's pregnant, she eats everything she sees. I can't even make my lunch the night before, because when I get to it, it'll be gone. And she'll have a smug look in her face while rubbing her belly, saying, I couldn't help myself. Blame the baby. If I put stuff in my room, she and my mom will go through my mini-fridge. Well, a week ago, I was running late to college, and I didn't have time for my breakfast or to make lunch. And I had to go to work right after, so all I had that day was a bar of chocolate. When I got home, I was starving, so I made myself dinner, and while it was cooling down, I went to go use the bathroom. Now, I must have been in there for 10 minutes at most, but by the time I came out, she had eaten all of my dinner. And I literally lost it, of course, and she starts crying. My mom and brother start screaming at me for making her cry, making excuses, like how she couldn't help it because she's pregnant, and it was my fault for leaving food around her. Well, at this, I had enough. I told them to get out just like before, and at this, I got mocked and laughed at. But here's the thing. So back in October, my uncle offered me a life-changing amount of money for the house, so I called him up crying a few days ago, explaining the situation, and he said he'll buy the house, and he will evict my mom and brother. Now, they of course didn't take it too well, and I've had to stay with a friend. I've also been receiving texts, and I'm being tagged in multiple posts on social media. I'm starting to think that I'm the bad person now, so am I the a-hole for making my entitled mom and brother homeless? Okay, so Opie does come back to add a few things to the post. She says, If I sell the house to my uncle, I will lose $100,000, but he's always been good to me, and it's one of those situations where I'd sleep better knowing that it's gone to someone in my dad's family. And my mom told me because of my age, I wouldn't be taken seriously if I tried to evict them. So with that said, OP is definitely not the a-hole in this situation. It sounds like they're super entitled people, and I hope OP kicks them out so they can realize how good they had it. So there's also a lot of comments telling OP to beware of her uncle, who wants to buy the house, and not to make those types of decisions based on emotions. Like yeah, OP's uncle's gonna do the dirty work, but at the cost of the house that OP's father left for her. And also $100,000 cheaper. So the next story is a super duper long one, submitted by Christy. The story begins in 2003, when I was a young, 23-year-old female and broke. I needed to move back home quickly. 
My wonderful father came to my rescue, and he helped me move from Wisconsin back to the red clay of Georgia. He was able to secure a duplex unit for myself and my brood of animals, my two cats and my two pit bulls. The place was perfect. It was old, small, but had a great big fenced-in backyard for my doggos. So when I moved into the unit, the unit next door to me had someone moving out. It sat vacant for a few weeks, and I watched the place for my landlord. It wasn't the best neighborhood, but most of my neighbors were amazing. There were lots of Friday and Saturday night grill-outs and parties. We all watched out for each other, but my first three months there were something out of a movie. One day in the first month, I noticed a moving van in front of the unit. I decided to introduce myself to see if they needed any help. A woman in her late 40s, early 50s seemed to be moving things by herself. Now, there wasn't anything that she said or did that raised any red flags. We finished moving stuff into the unit, and I had noticed that the electricity and water were not working. Concerned that the electric and water company had messed up her turn-on date, I asked if they had called her to turn it on soon. She told me it wasn't getting turned on until the next day. Now, trying to be a good neighbor, I said I could fill up a few buckets of water from my outdoor hose, so she could wash dishes, use the toilet, etc, etc, until the following day. No biggie, right? But I was wrong. And oh, so wrong. The next day comes and goes. She asks if everything's normal, waves when I come home, and says hi. I assumed her electricity and water had been turned on as promised. The woman and I strike up a conversation that Saturday while I was out washing my car. My car is a 2003 Mitsubishi Eclipse convertible in bright red. Let's just say the car kind of stood out in the neighborhood. She asked me questions about the car, and then she asked if she could borrow it to run some errands. Now, she had a car parked right in front of her house, and it worked just fine because I saw her coming and going with no issues. I politely declined. I didn't even let my own father drive it. The woman got a little huffy about this, and I just said, sorry, but I don't let anybody drive my car. So the woman gave up her efforts, and she went back to her house. About 30 minutes later, she comes back outside to talk again. Something just seemed off about her now. She starts asking if there's any nursing jobs in the area. And I had no idea because I wasn't in healthcare at the time. She then pulls out her New York registered nurse license that expired five years prior. And this seemed quite off. Her demeanor changed through the conversation and she starts acting like I should take her around to look for jobs. I explained that that's not going to be possible because I was working two full-time jobs. My schedule was work and sleep and that's it. She gets more huffy and she goes back into her unit. The rest of the evening goes well. I finally get some time to chill and watch movies on the couch, until I heard something out front. It sounded like a car closing in my driveway, so I get up, looked out to see if a friend had stopped by, but nope. The woman was in my car. I had forgotten to put my convertible top up, and the woman had decided that she was going to climb into my car. Now, I stood there in disbelief for a second because I could tell she was searching for keys. The woman hadn't seen me yet, and I'm not dumb enough to leave my car keys in my car in our neighborhood. My next words were, Excuse you? What are you doing? Now, this startles the woman, and she says, Well, I just wanted to see what your car was like on the inside. This is really, really nice. Are you sure I can't take it for a spin? Now, at this, I was baffled, confused, and getting pissed, and I say, No. She says, Oh, come on. I'm not gonna wreck it. I just want to test drive it. I told her, what do you mean you want to test drive it? It's not for sale or available to anybody but me. I then tell her to get out immediately. At that, the woman says, fine. Are you always this greedy? I tell her, ma'am, my parents brought me up to be as polite as they come. However, there is a line and you crossed it when you climbed into my driver's seat of my vehicle after I stated you may not drive my car. Now get out. The woman now notices that I'm not budging, and I'm getting more angry by the second. She gets out of my vehicle and says, Ugh, 
rich people should share more. And I stood there in disbelief and pointed back to her unit. She reluctantly went back without another word. Now, where she got the idea that I'm rich, I have no freaking clue. I was a 23-year-old female living alone in a crappy duplex, working two full-time jobs. Now, would I really be working two jobs and living in this neighborhood if I was rich? The story doesn't end there, though. So after the car incident, I made sure my vehicle was always secured. I didn't trust Miss Crazy Lady anymore. We would exchange pleasantries, but I did my best to avoid her at all cost. A month later, I noticed that her lights were off, but I didn't want to get involved. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. She came over a few times and begged to put some food in my fridge. Now, being the nice person I am, I did let it happen two times. But here's what happened that was quite strange. The food she left in my fridge kept disappearing from my fridge, and I wasn't eating it. When she came back the third time, I asked what's going on with her power. The woman then claims that the bank messed up her account and she couldn't pay her bills. And this was a red flag. They don't just turn off your lights one month after hookup unless you're habitually late with paying your bill. Now, this wasn't my business, so I just nodded my head and went along with her story. A few weeks later, everything in my life was going nuts. I was sick with a cold and my bills had just came in the mail. My electricity and water bill had tripled, and I had a small heart attack wondering how I was going to pay my bills. I was sitting at work, sick and miserable, and my boss lets me go home to get some rest. And the rest never came. You will not believe what I came home to find. The crazy lady was in my driveway taking a bath in a kiddie pool. And yes, a kiddie pool. The water hose was just running because she took the spray nozzle off and allowed it to free flow. She was apologetic and said, Oh, I didn't expect you to be home this early. Now, I just stood there with snot running down my face, slack-jawed, and at a complete loss of words. There was this woman, in her see-through underwear, taking a kiddie pool bath in my driveway in plain sight of everyone. Now, I was so dumbfounded and in desperate need of NyQuil that I just said, F it. I'm gonna go inside, lay down, and attempt to feel better. You need to get out of my driveway in less than five minutes because I'm gonna call the cops. Now go! Now at this, she moved pretty darn fast. I went inside and just sat on my couch, trying to think of what I need to do to protect my home. My bills were nuts, the woman was driving me nuts, I was sick, and now I needed to secure my outdoor water. It turns out that she's been doing this from week one on a daily basis. I was working pretty much the whole day, so I never knew. I was just laying there, trying to calm my mind, and all of a sudden, I heard the TV blaring from her unit. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Her electricity hasn't been working for two weeks now, so how in the world is she watching TV? Now, it suddenly hit me like a ton of bricks. The attic. Now, though the units were separated by one wall, the attic did not have any partitions. It was shared. 
I'm thinking, please let me be wrong. Please let me be wrong. But no, I was right. I climbed the attic stairs to find that she had run drop cords from my four attic sockets. Now, not just one drop cord for a TV or to steal a little bit of power. There were four drop cords. Four. She was running her fridge, fans, TV, all of it from my electric grid. Now, there was no way I would have known where the power increase would have come from had I not come home early that day. I never thought the attic would be the target of electrical theft. Now, naturally, I sat there holding my head in my hands, just wondering what I'd done in the world to deserve this load of BS. So I did what my anger told me to do. I stomped out of my unit, stomped to hers, banged on the door, and as she opened the door, she began to feign innocence. She said to me, Oh, I didn't know those went to your unit. I just thought there was something wrong with my side. I told her, I've already taken pictures of what you've done. I'm calling the landlord right now. If I find you anywhere near my unit again, I'm going to call the police and have you arrested. Do you understand? Now at this, the woman says, I haven't done anything wrong. You said I could use your water when I first moved into this place. Then you let me use your fridge those times. So I thought you were okay with me being over there. I then look at her and say, what do you mean being over there? She then says to me, I've been coming over during the day through the attic because it's too hot over here during the day. I say to her, you've been coming over to my unit? You're joking, right? She then says to me, no, I don't see the big deal. Now y'all, I'm not a patient woman by any stretch. Not at all. So when I tell you I saw red, I saw red. Blood red. Thankfully, I was only 23 at the time, so I didn't stroke out on the high blood pressure. There were no words once again. All I could do was repeat, don't get arrested, do not kill her, don't get arrested, do not kill her. My feet were kind enough to walk me back to my unit, walked me into the living room where I commenced to scream the most guttural roar that I've ever made in my life. The woman slams her bedroom door, which I can only assume that she got the message. Several minutes go by with me just standing there staring at the shared living room wall. Many, many things came through my mind. Some dangerous, some illegal, some deadly. Thankfully, I came to my senses after 30 minutes. I then picked up my phone and called my landlord. I made sure that I was in the bedroom, which has hers on the other side. Now, there's no soundproofing in that duplex. The entire situation was explained in full length and loud enough for her to hear the exchange without issue. Now, the whole time, the woman was on the other side of the wall shouting that I'm a liar and trying to get her evicted without cause. My landlord was extremely apologetic. The woman had been an issue from the beginning. And in fact, she hadn't paid her rent at all. The woman sobbed and begged the landlord to give her more time. And I heard the entire disgusting conversation through the wall. The landlord gave her two weeks to come up with rent and the utilities. And if any of those items were not done, she would be evicted. I stood there again, staring at the wall in complete disbelief. Now, I wasn't angry with my landlord because I understand that she has to go through the proper channels, which cost money and time. Go outside the law and it would have been hefty fines against her. However, what am I supposed to do now? I have no extra funds for a security system and I have to work a minimum of 80 hours a week to survive. I then begged my father for money and I came up with a plan. The outdoor water hose was locked off at the spigot with a specialty padlock. I also zip tied the hose with at least 15 to 20 ties in a particular pattern to know if it had been tampered with at all. My gates were then padlocked and the coup de grace was securing the attic. It had a counterweight closure system, so I untied the rock. And yes, it was just a rock from the pulley system. Then I yanked every single one of her drop cords out and cut them all into pieces. Now, I'm pretty sure she heard me up there laughing with glee as I did this, but she didn't dare come up there at this point. 
she knew I wasn't playing anymore. I then take some rope and some Christmas lights to create a partition that would make Spider-Man proud. I then climb down the stairs and commence to shoving the ridiculously heavy stairs, due to the counterweight being gone, back into a closed position. My next move was to install four different types of locks on the attic door itself. With my grin, I then walked over to the electric box. I then shut off all the power to the attic and any outdoor sockets. I then sauntered into the kitchen, snatched up my bottle of vodka, a shot of NyQuil, and sank into my bed for much needed rest. Five minutes later, there's a knock at my door. The woman's just standing at my front door, and I'm just staring at her through the glass with the meanest and angriest face that I have. And trust me, I have a bad resting bitch face, and I know how to use it. I then screamed at her, What do you want? Now, the woman in her most feigned innocent voice said, Hey, did you turn off the power in the attic by chance? I tell her, you bet your ass I did. And she says, why? Now I look at her saying, are you joking right now? Are you actually being serious? You've been stealing my electricity, my water, and you've probably been stealing my food too. And you've had the audacity to break into my home when I wasn't here to make yourself at home. Now, the woman starts to explain, but I said, no, 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 no. This is unacceptable behavior from a grown-ass woman. Get your lazy, thieving ass back to your side of the duplex because I can't guarantee your safety at this moment. And it worked. I never had to call the police because she didn't make the deadline set by the landlord. Thankfully, she packed up her stuff within a few days and she disappeared without a trace. I guess that Georgia summer heat finally got the best of her. No fans, no AC, no nothing available. Now, if you're wondering what she did for toilet use during those three days, let's just say I saw her a few times in her backyard squatting over a self-dug hole. And no, I never got money from the landlord to cover the additional expense. The electric and water customer service agents actually laughed hysterically at the story. I was then given three months to cover the additional expenses. They were all paid, and I lived at my lovely little duplex for another two years. My neighbors across the street kept a great eye on me after that, and the mom who was Hispanic became my second mom. Her family's the absolute best, and they always invited me for Friday and Saturday festivities. I loved every minute of it. Good food, good company, and excellent music definitely made up for that rough start. I miss that little place. Guys, honestly, all I can say is, wow, what an insane woman. I would have gotten the police involved way sooner. Like, I had no idea that old duplexes actually had a shared attic space, which is freaking creepy as heck, guys. Like, who knows when the heck that woman was coming and going. Like, all I can think of is that woman just sneaking into Opie's place late at night while she's sleeping, and just watching her sleep, which I hope didn't happen. Thank you so much for the story submission, Christy, and that's it, guys. We survived another episode of our slash entitled people. If you guys enjoyed the stories, do remember to hit that subscribe button. If you have a story you want to share, my email is in the description. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, a super duper entitled touristy Karen demands to be served because she's a tourist. Check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.